What's up everybody? Hope all is well. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Journey Podcast. Please note that today's episode was pre-recorded on an earlier date. Stay tuned and we pray you are blessed by this episode. We love you. God bless you. Enjoy. You are now tuned in to the Journey. You walk with me, I walk with you Together we face life Hand in hand, side by side With Jesus the mastermind It takes faith, it takes a step To finish a thousand miles But together We're in this, and this is called the journey What's up, everybody? Hope all is well. And welcome back to the Journey Podcast with your host, Karen Sion. And your co-host, Antonia Hundare. We thank God for a new day and a new week. Today is September 22nd, and it is the fourth episode of season two of the Journey Podcast. We thank God so much for bringing us to today. (laughs) On last week's episode, we talked about the importance of family, where Tony and I came on and we talked about our move from New York to New Jersey, how it impacted our lives and how our lives have changed. We also used the show to advise our viewers and our audience to build relationships with our family because they are all we got. I think the phrase that we said the most was nobody got you like family. So we hope you enjoyed that episode and we thank God that everything, you know, went well. (laughs) So today is, again, the fourth episode of season two, the 29th episode in total. Isn't that amazing? 29 episodes. 29 episodes of the Journey Podcast. Hey, 30th anniversary. What? Next to the 30th episode. Next week. Oh, yeah. We should do something that, oh, no, that's phone case episode. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about oh, that yeah, at the end. Special collaboration, so celebration of mm-hmm, the thirtieth episode. Okay. We'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> On today's show, we are back again, co-hosting, and we will be talking about unforgiveness. So stay tuned for today's show. If you've been tuning to the show, welcome back. And thank you for sticking with us through 29 episodes and two seasons of The Journey. We ask that God richly bless you and that you continue taking this journey with us. But if this is your first time listening and or watching the show, let me tell you a little bit about The Journey. Or let us tell you a little bit about The Journey. (laughs) So The Journey is a Christ-based, Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives, such as... Educations, careers, family, friendships, relationships, finances... Career choices, marriage, singlehood. But it's okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All of the above. We talk about everything and anything that has to do with this life because we always say that this life is a journey and we're walking on it together. We look for real life problems, we talk about it, and we look for real life solutions in the word of God and through testimonies and experiences of others who have been through it and have come out of it. The point of the journey is to walk God's way, and that's our slogan: walking God's way. New episodes drop weekly on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. You can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as YouTube. So once you click on the show, make sure you subscribe and click the notification bell so that you'll be notified when new episodes drop. So let's get ready for our birthday segment, Birthday Bass. (laughs) 
So on the, for during this week, we don't have a lot of birthdays, but we just want to say a happy birthday to Natasha. Natasha, God richly bless you. She is our bishop's wife's daughter. Amen. <laughs> She's our first, first daughter. daughter. Happy belated, happy belated birthday to you. We pray that God will richly bless you. Happy birthday to our very own Miss Yaya. Woo! Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. We pray that God will continue to bless you and give you all the desires of your heart. And last but not the least, it is my papa's birthday on the 16th. So happy birthday. Happy heavenly birthday to my father. Amen. Oh, in memory. Amen. So if your birthday is coming up or is in this week or next week, make sure that you visit our website, www.tjpodcast.com. Search for the birthday best page and fill out the form that's on the page. And we're going to shout you out next episode. So today's show, we're not going to have Miss K's music tips, but don't worry. Next week's episode, we're going to have Miss K's music tips. It's going to be eh. Pick, but um, <laughs> I will share with you a song that I really want you guys to listen. I love the song so much, like so, 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 so much. So it's "Bless the Lord" by Tim Godfrey. If I don't know if you remember, but two, two, um, two weeks ago, I shared "Nobody" by Tim Godfrey, and I just listened to "Bless the Lord," and it's the most beautiful song ever. It's the the dynamics are so amazing, and the song is so simple. I'm. I guarantee that you will love it. So that's my song of the week. But Miss K's music tips will not be airing today. We are going to reserve that for next week. So on today's show, we are back again. And we're going to be talking very briefly at just a conversation between us two. Also, you know, advising us when it comes to unforgiveness. I'll be sharing a dream I had. I'll be sharing the importance of forgiveness when it comes to the life of a believer. So let's get started. Tony. Um, welcome back to oh, the Journey Podcast. I mean, this is your home anyway, but you know, That's welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Last week's episode was a banger. I enjoyed having you on. It was amazing. It was really and I'm really glad that we were able to talk and share God's goodness in our lives when it comes mm. to our families, you know, but actually after watching, listening, editing the show, um, we realized that it is best to talk about unforgiveness because that is a really major issue and it's a silent killer in the life yeah. of a believer um unforgiveness we you know we know that the lord's prayer the lord's prayer is our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come that will be done on earth give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us pause right there so we know there that there's no way that god will forgive us if we don't forgive other people right but i think the crazy thing about it is that we like for me let me say for me personally i never know when i've really forgiven somebody yeah it kind of like you don't really know until it's too late mm. how do you why would you say why do you say that because you know like you said unforgiveness is a silent killer so mm -hmm. if you're like if you think you're forgiving somebody but you really haven't you just kind of you know you act differently towards a person and sometimes when you have something in your heart and you think that if you've forgiven someone and you kind of like go off because they did something small mm -hmm. or you know kind of like oh i didn't realize i didn't forgive them until this moment so if mm -hmm. you have given the person you would have grace for them but True. you know when you but don't you know someone, the saying forgive and forget yeah i always used to say you can forgive but you won't forget yeah which is true but then how do you really know you've forgiven a person you know when we're humans and we still remember these things we're gonna question. talk about that <laughs> you know in so the in the episode <laughs> This is a preview. I'm just playing. So um, what is your definition of unforgiveness? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
So for me, my definition for unforgiveness would be harboring negative feelings or emotions towards somebody after they've done something that hurt your feelings. Mm, I totally agree. I think the same when you are when you refuse to accept someone's apology, when you refuse to mend a relationship or yeah. repair whatever broken relationship there has been between you and the person who offended you. So um, we are actually going to read some fun, not fun, but we're going to read some, some facts. facts because we do know as believers, unforgiveness is not good for us, our spiritual health, not knowing that it's also not good for our physical, physical health. health as well. So I'm going to read this article. This article is written by Kate McGase, MBA CP. She's accredited and registered psychotherapist and clinical supervisor. So here it goes. So she writes, unforgiveness is when you are unwilling or unable to forgive someone for hurting, betraying, breaking your trust, or causing you intense emotional pain. Forgiving is highly recommended as there are various researches that have been carried out, which shows that unforgiveness causes health issues, including the number one thing, cancer. 61% of cancer patients have forgiveness issues. That wow. is crazy. I would never, I that never would have thought that. That is crazy. Like, but I wonder what it is that, like, they're unforgiving. But you never know. Maybe it's like, you know, unforgiveness is something that so it eats thing. away it's, at yeah. you. So yeah, it, because it. it eats away at your spirit, your, your spirit it at, at maybe it eats away at your immune system. Wow. I think, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying. <laughs> I never <laughs> would have guessed that. Number two, suppressed anger. People who often get angry for any reason have issues associated with forgiveness. Number three, low self-esteem. Lack of self-love stems from not forgiving yourself or self-acceptance. Wow. Bitterness increases the risk of depression. Constant worrying increases the risk of sleep deprivation and anxiety. High blood pressure. Hmm. That's the number one thing. Heart, heart disease. disease. So, Karen, when you look at this list, do you see anything that is in your life like that might be connected to hey. unforgiveness? Um, I shared on the show one time that I did struggle with low self-esteem for a really long while. And I've, I was actually really thinking, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, my pastor had asked me if there was anybody in my heart that I was harboring. I thought of one person. I, I, I didn't even think of her at that moment. That's I think that's another reason why this show is coming about. Because sometimes you don't know that you've not forgiven somebody until you're asked the question. So I started yeah. to look back and I started praying about it because it was like, remember I shared, I think on episode 20, 20? 21 or 22 one of the earlier episodes episodes, i think it was called scars of the past Mm -hmm. i shared the episode after my birthday so i think it was episode like 21 or 22 20 23 it was episode 23 yeah it was after my birthday 23 (laughs) it was episode 23 and i shared um that i was bullied growing up all the way from kindergarten all the way till i think i was a freshman in high school so the other day I was sitting down, I was thinking about it, and I was like, hey, God, have I really forgiven all those people who hurt mm. me in that way? Wow. I don't even think of things like that. Like, yeah. forgiving your bullies? Yes. Wow. So it that's another thing. Like, I never I never thought about it. I just thought of, of because I, this that's, that is a situation that I repressed. Like, yeah. I don't think about it. I don't talk about it because it's gone. It's past. I love myself. People love me now. You know, but back then it bothered me so much that I, like I said on that show, I considered committing suicide twice. So now looking here, and especially with this topic of unforgiveness, have I really forgiven all those people? 
So since then, I've actually been praying. I mentioned their names, the ones I remember, because there was a lot of them. I mentioned their names and I asked God to, if I have harbored them in my heart, that he should help me, you know, forgive them. But I think that's my problem. How do you know that you've harbored, yes, that you haven't forgiven them? Like, so with you, do you have any, like, with this list, when it comes to the health because like I said, mine was low self-esteem. I did not love myself. I did not care for myself. I, 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 my, I'm not going to cry. She won't cry. Either. I'm not going to cry. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to cry. No, no. Not today. My, my rationale for life as a young girl was nobody loves me. So why why do I have to love myself? You know, I didn't know the concept. I didn't know what self-love was. But like I said on episode 23, when you develop a relationship with God, he gives you reasons to love yourself. Because when you see how a God of a universe who created like the entire universe can love someone like me, you have no choice. If, if he loves me, why can't I love me? You know? <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, thank God I've grown out of that. But then unforgiveness is still a real problem yeah. so that's one thing that anyway. <laughs> for you reading the list or looking at the list high blood pressure heart disease sleep deprivation depression anxiety cancer this is crazy literally cancer like actual cancer that can kill you cancer yes oh, yeah. so, so in other words yeah in other words unforgiveness kills like spiritually and physically yeah yeah, have you have you ever have you first of all have you ever experienced a moment where you hadn't forgiven someone? Because oh, yes. I feel like unforgiveness is refusal to forgive. Yeah. Mm, you wanna share? Yeah. So <laughs> so this is gonna piggyback off last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um with my sister. Hey Boo, how are you? Shout out to you. <laughs> um, so as I mentioned last week's episode when I was moving to New Jersey, um, I think wow, looking back at it now, I think so my sister like we didn't really grow up together and so you know we had like this kind of separate distant relationship so when i was moving here when i had moved here i was very you know like i said last week against the idea of moving here i was very adamant about not coming and i was finally here and i was like well i'm here now i can't really do anything you know to leave <laughs> if even if i wanted to i can't um and then after we got into like a few fights and really big explosive like moments I just kind of sat back and thought to myself, like, why am I feeling this kind of way? Mm-hmm. You know, I asked asked God, I was like, can you, like, reveal to me, like, mm-hmm. what it is that's mm-hmm. making me feel this way? And then I was thinking, I was thinking, and then it was me, I think, okay, so when I was younger, since I need to see my sister a lot, I was like, I felt like that she didn't want to be my sister, or, Aww. like, she didn't, like, you know, not that she didn't love me, because I know she loves me, even though I didn't feel it by then, but, you know, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I felt like she didn't want to be a big sister to me. Or, like, I felt mm. like she was just kind of, like, bossing me around. Right. Or, you know, she wasn't really there for me. So, I was kind of, like, I didn't, I think I had grown to have this hatred for her. Mm. Just kind of because I she wasn't, I, I didn't feel like she was there for me. Mm-hmm. Which I later learned that she was. But I just didn't see it. She was kind of in the background, like, doing things. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think I just, you know, had this kind of, like, feeling inside me. Like, she didn't love me. She mm-hmm. didn't want my sister. So, I kind of didn't forgive her for that mm. even though she didn't you know 
you know, big sister is how it's, you know. Yeah, and it's not like she did something to hurt you. It's just your own feelings. Yeah, it's how I. It was my mentality that mm. caused me to not forgive her, which mm. is even worse because like if somebody, somebody, I think a forgiveness is worse when you create it yourself. Mm. Because if somebody didn't actually do something to you, and you're just like creating situations in your head, mm-hmm. then you continue to build on these situations, and then when you talk to the person, they're like, "Oh, but I didn't know you felt that way." Mm. So you know. And then you don't unforgive. And now it's kind of awkward because it's like, you know, the person didn't know you felt that way. And you're also doing this some type of way. But then they're trying to, like, be approachable to you or, like, yeah. saying, you know, try to be nice. And then you're shoving them. or not shoving them. Sorry. Pushing them away. Yeah, pushing them away. And then mm-hmm. they don't have any clue. And now it's, like, really, like, awkward because you're like, hey, why, did, why aren't they talking to me? I didn't do anything right. to them. Right. You know, so. Wow. You know, that's so profound what you just said. And it's, I never really thought of it that way because... Our main thing today is that unforgiveness kills, right? Yeah. But you that means you, you're committing suicide technically because you're killing yeah. yourself. Because now you're taking your, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. now you're like separating yourself from somebody who actually loves you because my sister is my family. Going back, like, go, going back, going to, last back to last episode. week's episode, my mm-hmm. sister is my family. So if I cut her off because I didn't forget something that she didn't even do, mm-hmm. then it's like, now I don't have anybody. My sister who will love me more than anybody in the world because she's my family. Mm-hmm. How much more if I, you know, if I don't forgive her and I'm trying to like, be with somebody else, like, right. it's not going to work. Right. It's just, it's not, it's not possible. That's so true. Okay, so we know that, as we said with the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus taught the prayer, that portion in the scripture says, I mean, that portion in the prayer says that, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass, who trespass against, against, us. against us. Tony, for you, what is something that is unforgivable? for you i mean we're, we're, we're not condoning that that something's unforgivable but what is something that someone does that causes you to hesitate to forgive them you see that's the thing like i don't even know hmm. like i wouldn't know until it happens i feel like i try my best to you know see where people are coming from mm-hmm. and just see people's perspectives but like something unforgivable like i have to think about it like it took hmm. me a minute because i don't really i try not to i try not to you know have things against hold grudges against people because mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to get to heaven <laughs> seriously <laughs> seriously so, yeah know. I know what you mean for me I think it's when someone is dishonest with me mm-hmm. like I'm I think I'm a very honest person I I have a big heart I love people I love getting to know new people I go above and beyond for people that I love and care about that's a, like even with that those that I don't have a relationship with I wouldn't mind sacrificing things for them so imagine those that I love so it hurts me a lot when someone I'm close with purposely decides to be dishonest with me and I think that if you are close to me you should you have every right and you have the liberty to come to me and tell me anything that you want me to know but that's the thing sometimes they don't want you to know yeah you know maybe they think they're trying to salvage your relationship or whatever the case may be but if you if i if i seen that you've lied to me once it it's the trust goes away but if i see that as a character thing that you continually do it it's hard for me to really really Forgive forgive the person as well as I will say it's unforgivable, but this thing hurts me. Let me say, when I, like I said, I, I'm a I'm a big-hearted person. I love on people. When how, when what I do is not reciprocated, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> when what I do is not reciprocated, it hurts me, 
And remember last week I was saying that I'm the type of person that I don't get angry and explode. I pile it up, pile it up, pile yeah. it up, pile up. So once angry. it piles up and I explode, I'm done with you. Like I'm not talking to you. Not anymore. That used to be me. Let me say that. I, I wouldn't talk to you. I will block your I'll block you on every platform. Platform, <laughs> number, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere. I will block you everywhere. You would not know anything about me anymore. Anymore. Like that's how I used to be. Now I don't block by hats by hats. <laughs> but um, so that's for me. So that was what I used to consider unforgivable. But now coming to understand, you know, the word of God that if I don't forgive my brother or my sister or a friend or somebody near me, how is how do I expect to go before God and say, God, forgive me of all my sins, blah, 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 blah you know, and then expect him to forgive me when I'm not doing the same. Yeah. That's you know? a very, you do it, I also do it. He's very principled in that aspect, you know, like you have we we're christ-like that's what you know yeah. what that's what christians mean we're supposed to be christ-like so if we're expecting god to do something we should be doing it as well so i'm gonna i want to i want to share uh two things actually there was one time that with what i was just talking about how i used to be hurt by how people would hurt me like i felt like th- the way i love is not being reciprocated one time i think i'll never forget this day it was like five years ago mm-hmm. 2015 September wow. around this time I so, I would never forget that time so my sister just had a baby and my mom had moved in with her in Boston so my mom was living with her in Mass and I was just with my dad so my dad was very carefree like he wasn't I was just like hey I'm going here he's like okay what well, I'm in call go with God and then I'm out like <laughs> so, so like I used to like go out um shout outs to Cessna who is my cousin? We used to go like 42nd Street every night. Hey, Yo, 42nd. <laughs> every wow, night. Yes. <laughs> girl. We used to go, like, so we'd go out or sometimes I'll go to her house. She'll come to my house. Like, we used to hang that year. We hung out a lot. So I remember one day, this I remember this day so vividly because I don't remember what exactly happened. I remember the day, what, like, that moment, which I'm about to disclose, but something had happened that day at church. And church hurt used to be something that bothered me because I was like, I didn't understand how hurt can happen in church. Mm. You know, like this is a place where we're supposed to be healing ourselves and we're supposed to be close or whatever, but things happen, you know, so when I get into that, but something had happened. And I remember walking her to her house. I don't know if you remember this. So my I third Avenue in Tremont, right? That's mm-hmm. like that's where the church is. And then she lived close to 167, <laughs> let me say. So I used to walk her home and then take a bus back. Cause she wow. used to come to church with me. So I'll walk her home. We'll walk and we'll talk and all that stuff. And I'll take a bus back. But this time around, I said, I'm going to walk back. Mind you, it's like 11 PM in, in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Hmm. So I walk back. Thank God I got home safe. And I, like the whole time I was just talking to God, I was praying. I was crying. I got home. I was like, Hey daddy. He's like, Hey, how was your day? You know, we talked a little bit. And then I went to my room and I closed the door, closed the door. And I sat down on my bed. And I remember the bed was a mattress on the floor. So <laughs> I just sat on the bed and I just cried. And I was like, God, I don't understand why I have such a big heart. Why did you make me like this? Why am I so caring about people and people don't care about me? Why is why is why am I the way I am? And I would never forget. Like I have chills right now just thinking about it. I would never forget. I heard a voice audibly saying, That's exactly what you do to me. Yeah. <laughs> Even now, like I'm just like, yo. Wow. So yeah. 
And like I thought about it and I was like, when I, I don't know if you guys remember, I had a blog. It was called queenama.com and that was one of my first blog posts. Not the first. One of, one of, it was one of the blog posts. I talked about that experience and I talked about how we're supposed to, God is a God of relationship. He's a, he's a relational God. So he's that type of God or that type of person, let me say, because he is personal as well. He's that type of person that you you have to make a conscious effort to build a relationship with him. You know, it's not just like, oh, I'm God and I'm here. So whatever. You mm -hmm. have to talk to him the way you talk to a friend, the way I call you, we talk, the way we text and we laugh. God is that same kind of person. So we got to do that to him too. Same thing, coming back to the unforgiveness thing, same thing. I can have a relationship with you, not forgive you, but then I expect to have a relationship with God and him forgive me. That's hypocritical. Yeah. I related to everything you were saying. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like so interested. I'm just like, <laughs> um, it's just very like everything. Just like I'm relating to like mm, it all. Yeah. So like, that's good. Yes, good. As you know, somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Right. People say I'm too nice. Mm -hmm. Like I've been hearing that ever since I was in middle school that I'm too nice. Yeah. I've been called the weakest link. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and like. You know what pastor says, like, when you, like, when you listen to things, mm, Over gets, and over, it gets stuck in your hand. Yeah, right, right. so it's something I'm still trying to, oh, it's something I'm still trying to, like, let go, mm -hmm. so... Um, so can we talk about that? So let's let's talk about steps. Okay, so you guys are probably not going to hear our camera girl. Where she's here with us, however, but because of how the mic is set up, you might not hear her well. She was telling us right now about how she has been known to be a nice girl. She's been told that she was a nice girl. She's been called the weakest link so many times. However, so it's like engraved in her mind. She believes it now because it's been said so many times. So I was about to ask a question to, to all of us here that, and guys, if you have any answers to, please drop a comment on our website, on the YouTube channel, drop a comment. Let's have a conversation because this is a real thing. And we're probably going to be talking about this more often. Yeah. Um, what are some of the steps that we can do biblically and as a person, practically, to let go of hurt? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say first you have to identify the hurt. The hurt. Hmm. Identify the hurt, what it is, who or what caused it. Why you feel mm -hmm. that way, you know the who, what, when, where, why, how, all the stuff. Five W's, Five W's and, and the H. H. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first step, and the second step I think would be to, you know, pray about it. Mm -hmm. Just gotta go to God. Mm -hmm. I feel like God, God always has the answer. Yeah, whether you like it or not, it's Even true. If you, he'll tell you what you don't want to hear, but what you don't want to hear is what the solution to your problem is. Mm -hmm. So go to God, ask Him, get on your knees, ask Him. Oh, I'm I'm forgiving this person. Why am I forgiving this person? How can I approach this person so that I'm mm. able to, you know, forgive them? Point me to scriptures in the Bible right. that you know can help me with my situation, things like that. Because mm. you know, God, He always has the answer, but He won't tell you anything if you don't ask Him. That's true. That's true. He's like I think we've we've said that a couple of times and pastor says it all the time that God is accessible. We just oh, don't He's available. Him. We just, we yeah. just don't act access access him access him access him. <laughs> Which one it is? Access. Access. Access, access. access. access is not access. access is A S S E S S. Yeah. Access. Yes, some more. God is available, but we just don't access him. Yes. I have a question, but I didn't know if I said something. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So I was gonna say, is being too nice a bad thing, then? Because that's one mm -hmm. thing I've been. I feel like 
I don't know. I've been told it's a good and bad thing, but I don't know if that's true. Like, yeah, I think with me, I've also heard. Wait, didn't hear her. Oh, so <laughs> behind the camera, Nana had asked if being too nice is a bad thing, mm-hmm. and or because she's heard that people, she's heard people say that it's both a good and bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think personally, so personally, I've heard like I haven't been called too nice because you know I'm I'm not really I'm not really nice, but you know, anyways, um, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like I'm yeah. gonna shout you guys out, Susie and Barbara and my sister, like those three people. Those three sisters of mine, <laughs> like they always get at me. They're like, "Yes, we understand, Karen, that you like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but it's enough. They gave you the doubt, so benefit yeah. from the doubt that you got." <laughs> Yo, no, for real. They're like, the they always, "Yeah, you know," but like, I'm that type of person that I, I, if if I want you to give me grace when I make mistakes, because I'm flawed as well. Yeah. So I want to be the same for other people, but then there is. A thin line between someone taking advantage of you and you giving grace. Yeah, there has to be a boundary. Yes. So I think that kind of goes to the question question that... that Yes. So you can be nice. I think being nice is... You have to be nice. Fruits of the spirit are what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? Yeah. (laughs) And something else. (laughs) Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I missed that one. Gentleness and self-control. Okay, so that's nine. What's going on yet? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, all of this, all all these fruits of the spirit, if we're spirit-filled people, or if we're people that abide by the spirit or walk in line with God's word, we're supposed to bear these fruits. And these fruits are kindness, love, joy. What kind of mean person has these fruits? Not to mean person. Exactly. So you have to be nice. You know, you have to be nice. But there is the scripture, right? A lot of people have taken that into, um, taken it out of context. I myself have before. And it says that if your arm offends you, cut it off. It's better for your arm to go into hellfire than your whole body to go into hellfire. Mm-hmm. How I interpreted the scripture and how I think I still interpret the scripture is that there are certain habits, there are certain people, there are certain things and uh, additives to life that are not beneficial to our spiritual growth, helping us get to heaven. So these are things you cut off so that you can you know, reach eternity, including people who are not beneficial to you yeah you know what i mean like even if they're close like i feel like people are scared to cut people off because they've grown a relationship with them like over a long period of time and hey convention conviction conviction because reagan was talking to me about this in the car oh look at the god oh wow it's okay um go ahead let's go it's okay our camera girl's crying (laughs) at the camera (laughs) but yeah i feel like because sometimes i know with me Mm -hmm. like i like to even though okay so Hmm. All right. So with me, and your dirty laundry, boo. Yeah, I tend to go above and beyond for certain people, like people who are like really, really close to me. Like I'll Ephesus give all my time. Certain. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody, I won't do it. But people who are like really, really close mm-hmm. to me, like I've really grown, like a relationship with, like it's you true. know, that I've grown to know and love. Like I'll give you all my time, my effort, my energy. I'll do any. Oh. <laughs> Woman of my word, you know. <laughs> I'll give my time, my effort, my resources, my energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll do anything for you. I'll go above and beyond it. When I'm doing something, I'll stop. I'll cut it short. So, you know, you know, I'm just that kind of person. 
in me. I'm trying to bring it out more, but like she's in me somewhere, you know. So sometimes I feel like <laughs> I'm being honest. This is real because you know this is the journey. The journey. We're very honest on here. We mm-hmm. don't, you know, you don't shake your coat nothing. Sometimes I feel like if I had a friend for like seven, ten years. And then, you know, they're doing something that I don't like. I'm like, oh, well, they're my friend for this long. Uh-uh. So, you know, I can't, you know, maybe you're just having a bad day. But when a bad day turns uh-uh. into a bad week, a bad month, a bad year. A bad decade. At some point, uh-uh. you have to cut it off. Because uh-huh. then you start to grow some kind of feeling about the person. It's true. And then you're like, oh, but, you know, they're my friend. But then, you know, you're like two sided in yourself. But d- I think that's where knowing ourself comes in. That's why what we asked the question earlier. That's that's something we have to. What is unforgivable for you? Mm-hmm. What so like for me, that's something that my brother is trying to teach me to set principles and standards for myself, so that when someone violates those standards, they're out. Yeah. Like there's no, I'm not sugarcoating or I'm not, yeah, um, fixing things for you I'm to. I'm not gonna bend my rules. Yes, to for you. you. Ex- <laughs> yes. I'm not going to bend my rules to accommodate you. Who are you? <laughs> you know, like, and I'm not trying to be funny or rude or mean no, or yeah, anything, serious, because... but it's true. So for me, one of the reasons why it's hard for me to cut off relationships too, this is very selfish. Yeah. Sorry, everything is just... <laughs> <laughs> this is very selfish, but this is the journey and we're real on here. And the reason why I will be more transparent with my life, especially in this season. This season, you get to know a lot more about me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, because it's a journey, and we all want to make heaven, and if there's certain things in my life that I don't talk about and that keep it to myself, how do I know that they're right? How do I know that they're not, you know? So we're, we're each other's keepers. Amen. This may sound very selfish, and I think it is very selfish, not talking about it. Sometimes I maintain toxic relationships because <laughs> of the benefit. Hey, she shook the camera. <laughs> no, but I felt that. Yeah, you finished, but I felt that. Yes, you know, sometimes I maintain toxic relationships because of the benefits I get. Yep, and it's true. Like when it comes to boy girl relationships, when it comes to friendships, when it comes to professional business relationships, I've done that. I know that this is not working out, but I maintain them because of what I get. You know, like example. Example, I'm not gonna mention who it was. See, I'm leaning in, I'm interested. (laughs) (laughs) But this person, but to be honest, at the end of the matter, I'm glad we still maintain the relationship, right? But I knew it wasn't working out for me, the friendship or relation, whatever it was, it wasn't working out for me because I decided that I'm going to love myself and respect myself. So the person could not adhere to my standards and they they acted funny. Mm-hmm. So I was like, then bye. No, you gotta go. Yes. And knowing who I used to be, I used to be that type of person. Like when the person came back into the picture after months of silence, when the person came back into the picture, I was like, a normal Karen or the old Karen would have been like, you're back. Are you ready to change? <laughs> Welcome back, honey. Like that 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 was that was me. But this time around, I was like, no. It's an insult time. to my self-respect and my self-worth to go back to where we used to be because you don't you haven't earned it. And I said that and I stood by it mm-hmm. up till today. Wow. You know? That's crazy. And I thank God for that. But the reason why I 
I was very hesitant to, I, I did stand by my decision, but I didn't cut the person off completely. Oh, that's me too. I like, didn't cut, like, and usually I would do that, but for this one, I didn't do that because the person had connections. I'm screaming. The person had connections. And at the time I really wanted to do music. So in the music, the this, this person was very highly connected when it comes to like the big, big people, especially in the, well, you guys might know who I'm talking about at this point. Well. But, <laughs> but when it when it came to like, you know, music, he, the person had connections. You know, even as a friend, like there were certain things that there were certain standards and principles I had that the person was trying to cause me to bend. Yeah. But thank God I didn't bend. Amen. I didn't bend. So <laughs> like with that, like that's what I'm saying. Like with toxic toxic relationships, that's the only one. Well, these are like some of the examples that sometimes we don't let those people go because of the benefits we get from them, as well as the fact that we don't want to sever a long-standing relationship, which yeah. I do think that, honestly, this journey that we're on to heaven is one man one, one man alone journey. Yeah. Like, even though, yes, we're supposed to fellowship, we're supposed to help each other, we're supposed to love each other, we're supposed to be relation. We are relational beings. That's how God created us to be. At the end of the day, on Judgment Day, I'm not going to stand there but like, well, Tony made me say this. Well, Tony <laughs> made me do that. I can't do that because it's you and you alone, you yeah. know? Piggybacking off of what Karen said about, mm -hmm. um, you know, having relationships with people. I think something that I'm struggling with and have been struggling with is, like, with me, I tend to rely on having somebody to talk to all the time. And I feel like I don't have... Same. Like, I feel the like camera I can't. girl is like... <laughs> She's like, preach on! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and I feel like I can't mm. be by myself. I used to be like that. Yeah, I, just, I feel like I can't... I always have somebody... Somebody to talk to. Like, But you do realize that those people that you've been talking to, when you're in that season of solitude or that season of... Like you're by yourself, those people are nowhere to be found. Yeah. So I was gonna say, like, one thing I'm trying to work on is building a better relationship with God. Cause I feel like if I had a better relationship with God, then I wouldn't meet other people. That's true. So, so guys, oh. in the middle of the show, we're going to introduce a very special guest, guest co-host. Honestly, the the this topic has gotten to a point where we are now just really just having the conversation because we do really want to make it to heaven. All three of us that are in this room at the moment, we do want to make it to heaven. And this conversation that's not going to end here. It's going to transcend this episode. It's going to be, hopefully you guys continue the conversation in the comments and hopefully in the subsequent episodes, we'll be talking about this more, but we're going to switch out the <laughs> guest co-host for a brief moment to kind of have a conversation. And regardless, you know, she might even be, putting herself into kind oh, of I'll insert myself behind the my camera. <laughs> so help me welcome my younger sister, the director of media, Salome Ayim. Welcome, Ooh. girl. Hey, Nana. Hi. Hey, so welcome to the front <laughs> of the Journey podcast. And um, before we go into, you know, what we were talking about earlier, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun? Because they don't know you like that. <laughs> okay, well, what do I like to do? Um, I like fashion. We both do this a lot. Like We clap <laughs> when we're talking. <laughs> I like anything in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. um, I like editing, as you can see, you know, stuff with cameras and stuff. Um, and 
I feel like I'm still getting to know what I like to do other because I feel like I always say beauty, fashion, all that kind of stuff. So I'm still, you know, learning. Getting to yeah. Know. Okay. That's I'm getting true. to learn more, more about, about myself. Or, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, you know, in the show today, we're talking about unforgiveness and we're talking about relationships. Pretty much it's going in that direction. We didn't plan it, but that's how God works. Um, so behind the camera, Nana had some questions. And she had comments. We were trying to insert it in here, but because of the way the, the the microphone is set up, we just thought it was best. And our creative director, my guest co-host, graciously <laughs> stepped aside and let Nana come on for a brief moment to, to talk. So, Nana, let's go. What was what were you? Okay. So, how do you know when someone's taking advantage of you? Because I think um, Tony said. Hey, can you pass that for this one? Me, what, what, what kind of thing oh. is this? Because she's <laughs> yo, what is going on here? Yeah. Sidebar: I'm not really like you know. It's a journey. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sharing my experiences and where, how I've gotten to where I am now. But it's still a journey because I'm still struggling. So that's just by the way. Go okay. Ahead. So can I still? Yes. Please. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I think Tony said it'll get to a point where the person takes advantage of you. Mm -hmm. So how do you know when? like what are the signs i guess i'll say you know when the person is it's taking advantage yeah. of you i think for me um i always used to say this i remember and shout outs to fritz i used to tell him this all the time i was getting to a place in my life where i said you know what at the beginning of every year i'm gonna sit down and analyze my friends list those i call my friends and if i feel like every relationship is not 50 50 but you're supposed to add to me and I'm supposed to add to you. You benefit me, I benefit you. Mm -hmm. But if we're in a relationship or a friendship or whatever, and it's like, you're always taking from me, you're always taking from me, I'm always giving to you and you're just, you just keep receiving. That's how I know that you're taking advantage of me. That's how I know that you're, 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 you're pulling so much out of me, but you're not adding anything more to me. Nevertheless, this is not to say that there are some people who have been placed in our lives to do that. There's some people that have been placed in our lives that they just give, 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 give to us so that we can be better. So I'm not, you know, that's granted. Mm -hmm. But in a friendship or in a relationship, you cut off everybody that subtracts from your life and you keep those who add to your life. But you also have to make sure that you're also adding value to their lives. Sometimes you're placed in somebody's life to be a blessing to them. Sometimes a person doesn't have, they don't have anything to add value, you know, to you with. When it comes to maybe money or when it comes to your time or resources or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you're dead to be in somebody's life to help them, but you have to. I think that's why we always pray for discernment. Let's pray for discernment to understand that this person that I'm in their life, what am I here to do? What is my goal? What is my purpose? What is my role in their life? You know, so you got to sit yourself down. It takes a really conscious effort to sit yourself down and be like, this person, what am I in their life to do? Mm -hmm. Ask God, ask yourself, and then take stock of all those moments that you've shared with the person and realize that, is this person just here to pull off of me? Mm -hmm. Or is the person really in need and I can help the person? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that that's, that's, that's my answer. Okay. It's very good. So thank you so much for coming on to the show briefly. You guys will be seeing us more often. One day we'll have the whole team on. Yeah. One day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let's welcome Tony back onto the show. Welcome back. How was that? Very How was it being behind the camera? It's very different. It's very different. It's very different. It's not know. as bright here. It's, as no, no, bright no. There it's is not. So, yeah. But it's good to see different 
perspective mm. of, of the know, show, right? Yeah, the show in general, just yeah. kind of seeing like all the different parts, the moving parts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Nana's question was really, really, really good. What do you have to say about that? I forgot her question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should keep that or if we should edit that out. <laughs> Our question was, how do you know when someone's taking advantage of you? So you remember, eh? <laughs> no, it, it, it took me a second. I, I lagged. I, I lagged. It happens second. to me. It happens to me. It's like when someone says something, and then you're like, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. I, I heard you. that all the time. People are like, but you heard me. So I'm like, like, no. It, it I was took, loading. It was buffering. <laughs> <laughs> I was loading. I was Go loading. Ahead. Um, so I think you know when someone's taking advantage of you when... I think that's basically what you said. But like, you just you just... Yeah, kind of what you said. When you're, <laughs> when you're giving and giving and giving and you realize that There's they're not no giving receiving. anything back. Yeah. There's no you're receiving. You're not getting anything like, back. And I think that's where that goes back to that moment that I had with God when I was complaining about how I am. Because I do, I do, I do, I do. It never comes back. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like that sometimes too. And I'm like, ah, but why do I always, how come I'm always doing something for people and then people, they don't. Like, I have to ask before they do something mm-hmm. for me. But me, I'll just, you know, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, you know, right. show up or whatever. And, you know, I got to understand when God gave me that response, I got to understand that he gives me breath every day. Gives me life. Gives me mobility, stability, mental health. He grants me peace, sanity. joy, sanity. He gives and gives and gives. What do I give back? Mm. You know? So that's... When he said that that day, that kind of changed my perspective. So now, so that's where it goes back to those my sisters that be like, you keep, you're, you're too nice. Da, 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 da. Like, it made me kind of feel like sometimes it's okay to just give, give, give. Because at the end of the day, my reward is in heaven. But then again, you also, this going back to what we're talking about, we don't also want you to be doing that, doing that so many times. Then the anger piles up. Yep. It piles up, the offenses pile up, the bitterness piles up, the hatred piles up, and then all of a sudden there's unforgiveness in your heart. Mm-hmm. And once there's a seed sown, it's hard to unplant it. To unplant it. Mm-hmm. And one scripture I used to, one scripture I used to use on people, <laughs> Matthew 5, 23 and 24. Mm-hmm. And it says, if you're offering your offering at the altar and you remember that someone has something against you, not you have something against someone, but someone has something against you, drop your offering at the altar, go solve it, then come back and offer it. So I'm like, so I don't remember. I think my dad taught me that scripture. Since then, it's been like, okay, what are some of the offerings that I give? Praise and worship. That's an offering that I give to God. My money, my time, my service in church. How do I expect to come to church to serve a God you know, a God of peace, a God of joy, a God of love when I am harboring something against somebody, you know? So I remember there was a situation. You can't. Today, you can't just come deal with your stories. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. My, the last one, you guys would be shocked. But anyway, I remember there was a situation. There was a girl who, okay, no, let me just be plain. So I was dating. Hmm. Period. <laughs> At this point. So I was I was dating and um the person the, the person I was dating had um entered into uh another relationship with somebody else while we were yeah same phase Sorry. when I found out <laughs> you know with somebody wow. else and how bold how very bold unbeknownst to me the audacity 
it's all good now, you know. And when I found out, I had forgiven him, but I didn't forgive her. How come you didn't forgive her, but you forgave him, even though he was the one with the relationship? I didn't know her. I didn't know her. I knew of her, but I didn't know who she was. Like we didn't. We didn't. We did, if it's different. Let's say if, if I was dating someone and he came in and you guys were, That's oh, I, I'll confront you. Slap me. No, I wouldn't slap you. Like I'll come to you and be like, really? Just like literally slap me. Oh yeah, <laughs> you do the slap with your knees. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll be like, really? Like, after what we have? But I didn't have a relationship with this girl, nothing. But he went, <laughs> oh, no, cry. I shouldn't have forgiven the guy. I shouldn't have forgiven him. But... Oh, you shouldn't. I don't understand why you do that because if you, like, <laughs> at this point. That, I'm a nice person. Reason, but Karen, pause. No! <laughs> no, 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 oh. she's. Oh. Um, like, oh, Lord. But, it's but... over and done with. Why are we talking about this? You brought it up. But I'm sharing the the moral of the story, okay. not not. Thank you. Back to what I was saying, people. <laughs> I'm not what you're gonna you say. Oh, it's gonna say. Well, he was in a relationship with a relationship. Wow. <laughs> I was gonna say, but he was in a relationship with you, so mm-hmm. he know what's right and wrong. So right. If he went out, I would have been like. Cause the girl, if the girl doesn't know any better, like he probably told her that, oh, I'm of course, in a of course, blah, blah. you're right. Yeah, but then the guy, yeah, he knows his relationship. Right. He went out and purposely, mm-hmm. hurt, he he yes, knew. You're right. He went out against the relationship, the boundaries, and he went and found another girl. Yeah, I would have been like you. Hey, see, at the time, Sweet now looking loves. looking back, definitely, if that were ever to happen, God forbid, Amen, if that were ever to happen, like if that was ever to happen again, obviously I would not be upset at the girl because I don't know what he would have told her. But in this moment, like like when I tell you how it happened, like how I even found out how everything happened, like I think, I, did I mention to you on the show or was it behind closed doors that I ended up in the hospital? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I'm telling you. I th- was it was, it was you? I was yeah, telling you too. The heart, the heart, the heart. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Oh, ended okay. up, okay. I ended up in the hospital and everything, whatever. So like, because of how much I loved him and how like we had been through so much at that time. I was like, you know what? People make mistakes. It's okay. I, I thought it was a one-time thing, you know, hmm. men come to find out that it was a, a relationship thing. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I swear. it got, <laughs> name of Jesus. I swear. <laughs> So I I ended up, you know, he and I were like, we're getting that, like, okay, the trust wasn't there anymore, but like, I was trying to rebuild it. Wait, so you stayed in a relationship with him? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why I'm asking you, look, I wouldn't have done the same thing. (laughs) For real, like... That's what you were saying earlier that, you know, sometimes it's so, the relationship is so long standing. You've been through so much. You don't just want to throw it away because of one mistake. Yeah. But in this case, it wasn't just one. <sighs> yes. You know, I found that later though. Mm. But this, uh, this is not what we're talking about today. <laughs> I'm sure? going back. Yes. I'm going back to the fact that with the scripture I just said, Matthew 5, 23 and 24. <laughs> so you know what I did? I got the girl's number. Got the girl's number, sent her the longest text message I've ever sent in my life. And can't get sent text. She can text you, like text sex. And by not only text, she'll send you words and then she'll also send you a voice note. And the voice notes, they can be long. <laughs> <laughs> they can be long. 
I'm sorry. So if Karen, oh, I want to, I don't know what you said. Oh, is that? I still have it. I'll show hey! you. I'll show you guys after the show. Also, Queen of Archives. Oh yes. <clears throat> oh yes. The package deal. Uh huh. Be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote in the text. I was like, I know you know of me. I know of you. We don't know each other, but I realized that this is what happened between you two. I accept it. I have moved on from it. But it seems as if I have forgiven him and not you. Mm. And I am the type of person that I take my salvation very seriously. And then I brought the scripture. <laughs> I was like, the Bible tells me in Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 and 24, that if I'm offering my offering at the altar and someone has something against me, I need to... Mend the yes. So which means that if someone has something against you, you have to leave it and go. So what if you have something against somebody? That's even you got, Exactly. So... So... I texted that to her and I told her that, listen, I'm a praise and worship leader and this thing has been stopping me from doing what I do. This thing has stopped has stopped me from praying. This thing has stopped me from, so I need to let it go. And I'm telling you right now that I'm forgiving you, whether you like it or not. And I said that to her. I, she texted me back. She's like, oh, Karen, you know, I'm sorry, whatever, whatever. To cut a long story short, we became friends after that. <laughs> and then she poked my eye again. Oh, but that's besides the point. So with that, when... I knew I had forgiven her for real, for real, was when I was able to be friends with her. Mm. After that whole situation was when, like, when she and I could go out and people who knew the situation be like, I can't, like, and I'm like, I was still dating the guy, but I was friends with her. Mm. We would go out. She'll come to my house. I'll go to her house. Wow. She'll come to my church. You know, like, that's how I knew I had forgiven her. You know, that's even crazy. though she, 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 you know. Backstabbed you again. Yeah, but... Yes, Simone. She wasn't meant to be my friend, you know, a long-standing friend. I think that that season was meant for me to know that I'm capable of forgiving if I really have to, and I forgave her. Yeah. And even until now, I see her. I'm just like, wow. So that's what your life life is like these days, <laughs> huh? <laughs> but I don't hold any ill will against her. Yeah, you know, and I thank God for that. Yeah, I think something you said in there, like where you were talking, that really stood out to me was, um. Because I haven't forgiven you, I haven't been able to do what I need to do. Mm. Like I haven't been able to do what I used to do. Mm. And I think that's one way you can tell when you haven't been when you haven't forgiven someone, mm. when your daily balance is like thrown off. Yes. And yep. when you can't like function the same mm. way. Even if you don't know you haven't given even if you don't know you haven't forgiven someone, so, something in your spirit just feels off. It's off. It's yes. Off. yes. So you know when you so I think yeah, I think that's a really good good way to put it. Mm. Like you know when you've forgiven someone when you're able to do the things that you would normally do. Mm, that's yeah. true. So as we're watching, as we're listening, as we're talking, check yourself. Like your daily balance may be off. Wow, that is so true, Tony. Yeah. That's so true. But then like how do you how can you pinpoint who you have a grudge mm, against? against, right? That's a good question. <laughs> The scripture says that if somebody hasn't forgiven you, mm -hmm. and, you and you're offering your offering, right? Yeah, exactly. Going back to what I was saying, that you know, how much more you if you have you haven't forgiven somebody, right? right? I think that you have to take stock, look at some of the things we know when things hurt us, we know when things bother us. So, okay, maybe some people are not someone like me, yeah. Someone like me, I remember I take stock of dates, times, people, events location i'm ve i'm very about those things so it's like if you hurt me i will remember what i was wearing what you were wearing where i was what i was doing mm. what i was smelling like like i remember all of that 
So it's like, for me, it's kind of easy to kind of remember. Some, but there's sometimes, you know, the human mind is very interesting. The way God created it is very, very interesting because there's some traumatic experiences that we repress. Yeah. So sometimes you don't even remember. Until like something. Until something triggers it yeah, or until God reminds it. you. Yeah. Which is leading to what I wanted to say to kind of like at the end of it, bringing it back to God and what God wants us to do as believers. I had a dream last year, right? And I've shared it on my, my Instagram plenty times. I've shared it at church. I've talked about it so many times because it it shook me. Like, you know, like I was shook. Shook in head. Yes. <laughs> it choked me and I was shook. <laughs> but the dream, it was like in the dream, rapture had happened and I didn't go. And for those of us who don't know what rapture is, rapture is when is what we, we are looking forward to as believers that God is going to take his people off the earth before tribulation occurs, before the enemy comes to rule the world. That's what rapture is. So rapture is like Jesus said it best. Two of us will be here and then one will be snatched away. The other person will be left. We're praying that in this room, all of us will be snatched Smash. away. <laughs> one time you're going to be snatched Okay. So in the dream, and I know I have those dreams. I have those dreams when God is warning me. Mm-hmm. And I had um the dream rapture had happened and it was like this it was you but the place was so beautiful like looking back in the dream like so pretty but we were all like in a fountain there's a lot of it like a bunch of people in like a fountain and there was a da- database in the is it database mm-hmm. or database? Database. Database there's a there was something. There's a data database in the middle of the fountain. And it, it was like a computerized system where you can type in the name of your loved one and it will show you <laughs> left behind or raptured. Hey, can you imagine? So, yo. <laughs> so in the dream, I realized what had happened. And then I went and I searched mom, dad, brother, sisters, cousins, nieces, nephews, church. Everybody I knew was gone. And like I was so upset. So at that moment, I'm standing in front of the computer and I'm like, I don't understand. I don't sleep around. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't go to parties. I don't club. I sing in church. This is this is me in the dream, like just like you know, saying, and it's true. Like that's how, that's how, that's how I would have felt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't do all these things. Why didn't I go? And this, I someone tapped me on my shoulder. I turned around. This gigantic man hmm. was there, and he was like, Karen, the reason why you didn't go is because you haven't forgiven A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Named people, real life people. That like, when I woke up and I realized, I was like, hey, I'm Paul. Like, these people hurt me, but I thought I let it go. Mm. So when I woke up, I, whew, it's, that's the most, that's the vividest, I don't know if that's a word, but that's the most vivid dream I've ever had that I still remember till date because it scared me. And, you know, thank God that year I was able to resolve it with those people. I called them up. Some of them I met in person. We went out and I talked to them. I was like, listen, the 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 my biggest goal, like, yes, I want to finish school. Yes, I want to get married. Yes, I want to have kids. Yes, I want to, but none of that compares to how much I really want to go to heaven. And if I'm trying my best to live a pure, blameless life when it comes to keeping myself from things that are not good for the body or for the soul, why would I let someone's offense? prevents me from going to heaven. I told, and this is exactly what I told the person. I was like, listen, I do not want anything that you do or anything that you have done to hinder me from making heaven because that will be the worst thing I would ever have to go through. Because if you miss there, you can't miss there. And that's what scares me. It's the up or down. If you don't go up, 
you yeah whatever yes whatever comes up must go down but if you don't go up in the first place you go down <laughs> like and it's not like there's a there's a third option nope that's the scary part that's i always think about it, that scares me like <sighs> it's not like second chance like, yes once it happens there are requirements for getting there but there's no requirements for going there you know oh sorry for those who are not watching i'm pointing <laughs> i'm gesturing up meaning heaven <laughs> So there are requirements for entering heaven. You know, Jesus is the only way, the only truth, the only life. No one gets to heaven except through him. So there are requirements, there are steps to take, there are things you have to do there. There's a way you have to live your life to get to heaven. But if you don't do those things, you will go to hell. And that <laughs> is the scary you know, thing. So that's kind of where we want to bring the show to. We want to talk about the fact that this show is not ending technically because we will be talking about this more often, yeah. sharing our experiences. But this dream that I had is like the epitome of it all for me. Like, it's just like, it's the epitome of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> not dreams. Hey, no, it was scary because like, I, there was this pit in my stomach in the dream. Like, oh my God, I didn't make it. That was that was that was that was how I was feeling, and then I got angry because it's like I'm trying the best I can, but then again, that means that my best or our best is not enough. Yeah, it's always the small, small things that you it's don't really small, consider. It's the small, small thing. Bible tells us that is the small foxes, the little mm -hmm. foxes that destroy the vineyard. Little little foxes: anger, hurt, bitterness, hatred unforgiveness, jealousy, envy. It's all, little. it's all little foxes that destroy the vineyard. It's all little foxes, little seeds that are sown in our hearts that can cause us from, you know, getting to that desired destination, which is with Jesus. So we're wrapping up, but we just, <laughs> this show, it got really intense. Yeah. Got very it personal. It definitely goes deeper than this. Like, it goes way deeper than this. It's just the beginning. It's very superficial. <laughs> you know, so like, I think what we keep saying that unforgiveness kills, not just spiritually, but physically, psychologically, all the alis. <laughs> there was a book I was reading um, and the, the author was detailing a, a person's experience when it came to unforgiveness. The person was dealing with a sickness, like a, a physical sickness. And the person had... Um, once the, the the author was praying for the person, like, oh, um, you know, the Lord, you know, you want to be healed from this bedridden illness that you, you're bedridden because of this illness. And the Holy Spirit ministered to the author and he was like, she has an unforgiveness issue. So when he, he asked her, she was like, oh, I'm good. And then it got to a point where he asked, the author asked the daughter, like, oh, you know, does your mom have daughters almost? Because that's what... Um, the Holy Spirit revealed to, to him. And then he's like, yeah, she has two daughter, daughters-in-law. So she, daughter-in-laws or daughters-in-law? Daughters her, her two sons have wives. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the man went, the man of God went to her and was like, hey, so what's your relationship like with this one? She's like, oh, she's so nice. You know, my son married an angel. And then... You know, she was like, so the author was like, oh, okay, then it's not this one. So he's like, what about this one? And then she was like, hmm, she's evil, this, that, this, 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 that, whatever. And then the man of God was like, well, the Lord is telling me that you're not going to be healed unless you forgive this, your daughter-in-law. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I would never forgive her because she's evil. She keeps my, grandch my grandchildren away from me. She made my son move far away, like stuff like that. 
And then the man of God was like, I'm sorry, you do want to be healed, right? And she's like, yes, but I'm not going to forgive. But thank God, you know, he led her through prayers and she started crying. She said, you know what? It's fine. I'll let it go. She let it go. And by God's grace, she was healed. That's how you know that unforgiveness, it kills slowly and silently. (laughs) So, beloved, whoever's out there that is listening, I want us, let's actually say a prayer. Father, we thank you for this show. We thank you for helping us to understand that unforgiveness is a killer, is a silent killer, a slow but sure killer that not only harms the spirit and the soul, but it harms the body, it harms the mind, and it harms pretty much our overall being, oh God. So we ask you this day that, Father, you would reveal unto us, Father, hidden secrets in our minds and hearts, hidden offenses that we have harbored or repressed in our memories, things that have traumatized us, things that have angered us, things that have bothered us, that may be an obstacle in us reaching to our desired destination to be with you, Lord. We ask, oh God, that you grant us the strength and the ability for us to forgive those so that when we also come to you to ask for forgiveness, you would do the same for us. We thank you so much for your loving kindness and your grace. We thank you for your mercies that are brand new every morning. We thank you for your faithfulness that is great. We bless you, God. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So on that note, we are wrapping up. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching the Journey Podcast Season 2, Episode 4. God bless you so much. We hope that you benefited from this episode. We know that this topic is a topic that can never be, like, we can never sum it up. We are going to talk about it on subsequent episodes with different people on the show, actually, to also share their experiences and also share how they overcame it because my experience is not the same as someone else's, not the same as Tony's, not the same as Nana's, or anybody else out there so someone might also have an experience that may be in conjunction with yours that would help you to move on so we are praying and hoping for that on next week's episode we are going to be featuring another podcaster her name is Funke Funke (laughs) (laughs) I I don't keep it that was funny (laughs) sorry and she is the (laughs) That was funny. Sorry. (laughs) And she is the host of Crowns Podcast. So she will be coming onto the show. We'll be doing a joint recording. So you would also be able to listen to us on her show. You'll be listening to her on this show. So I can't wait. It's going to be the best thing ever. I'm so excited too. So thank you so much, Tony. So much. She's my baby sister. I love her so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, anytime. Always blessed to be on the show. Yes, the show was a blessing. Small pockets of wisdom. Yes, and you're very wise. Oh, thank you. Yeah. God did it. You always do it. (laughs) And you continue doing it. Amen. (laughs) So once again, thank you so much for listening to today's show. To stay connected with the journey, please and please again, check out our website, www.tjpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at the journey underscore podcast. Like our page on Facebook, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion, as well as our YouTube channel with the same name, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. Subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified when new episodes (laughs) drop. Oh, ding. When new episodes drop. And also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, make sure you like, follow, share, rate, like, review, and comment. We love you so much. God richly bless you. We are so grateful to have a family like you. We are short of words. 
speechless. We are speechless. Oh, I guess it. Yes. <laughs> the feedback and the support has it's been out mind blowing and outstanding. It's so amazing. And we can't say anything else but thank you, Lord. Like God mm. has been so good. So we're so grateful to Him and to you guys. So on that note, remember the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. And the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. I love you all. God, God bless, bless you all. all. Stay safe, stay, stay blessed, blessed, and have a wonderful week. week. <laughs> this is called a journey.